You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday morning. Now, let's turn to our next topic and guest of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're turning to education. Now, with a special focus on print-based literacy and also vocabulary development. And to talk about this, I'm really delighted to be chatting with Clarence Green, who's an assistant professor from the Academic Unit of Teacher Education and Learning Leadership at the Faculty of Education at the University of Hong Kong. Good morning to you, Professor. Professor Green, great to have you joining us this morning. Good morning, Noreen. Happy to be here. Uh, Nice to talk to everybody. Thanks for the invitation. It's great to see you. And our listeners can also see you. Uh, We are live this morning on Facebook, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Now, first of all, uh, before we talk about your interest in in this area, explain a little bit, what do you mean by print-based literacy? Yeah, yeah, good question. So print-based literacy, a a kind of broad term, uh, we're talking about uh, literacy that uh, requires knowledge of the written word, yeah, and how that word, you know, relates to to other things like our our spoken language, oral language, how it interacts with multimodal uh, texts, images in, in our society, but uh, print-based literacy, literacy is really, without being reductive, uh, the you know the, the written word, the written text, and you know all of its uh, relationships to other things in society. So basically, reading, but being able to read and understand things within its context. Right. Sort right, of yeah, like so. that. Okay. I hope I'm getting okay. Absolutely. Read, read. I mean, the end goal really is is reading comprehension. Right. So that's that's what we want to read for. So we understand the material. Uh, that's why we come to print text uh, to take something away from it, to learn, to to enjoy. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So what sparked your interest in this area? What made you sort of be interested to, to study and learn more about print based literacy and, and also how it helps uh, children to develop their vocabulary? Well, you know, I was always a lover of uh, uh, literature, reading, and I became a high school teacher, uh, English teacher, of course. And, uh, you know, I was I became more and more interested in, you know, uh, how to help these these children learn to, to read more, to handle text and and, you know, what the mechanisms were behind it, the, the, the kind of scientific um, aspect of what was going on and, you know, what I needed to do as a teacher uh, to, to help that. But I didn't have that knowledge base, you know, polished uh, enough at the time. So I went into a, a PhD in linguistics to get a foundation in language science and then, um, you know, uh, post that, uh, it's my research area of interest. So. Yeah. And of course, uh, you know, nowadays you're teaching teachers to help them teach children. Um, so how do, how does one, how do you, how, how do children develop that awareness uh, of words in print? Well, there's a few things that go into it. And I, I don't want to, uh, you know, kind of, get into all the nuances but then the main thing is you you start with a basic thing that we call the concept of print you know and the concept of print is this kind of technical term we use but basically all it means is you introduce the child to the text to books picture books are great for for example and they need to they need to know what is this 
funny artifacts that the adults are using, you know, and you, you show them, well, it's, it's, here's a cover and a picture. You open it this way. Uh, it's got a story in there. You read it aloud to them. So they figure out, oh, there's some information in here. It's enjoyable. You, you point to the words and after a while they start to say, Hey, oh, okay. I understand, you know, uh, these, these things, these words, you know, uh, they mean something, right? They're an important part of whatever we're doing here reading, you know, and that's the initial concept of print you know front to back what is a book that kind of thing and you know after that the the, the most important thing is to teach the child uh, very explicitly the relationship between their oral language the sounds of their language and uh, the the letters basically so we call this uh, grapheme phoneme correspondences that's just a fancy way of saying letters and sound they need to know how those two match up right and when they can kind of do that consistently they've cracked the alphabetic code and then they can start to put words together start to understand what this this system is and and you know that that's not the whole picture of word awareness but that's the that's the core if they don't get that decoding um first then you know they're really at a disadvantage learning to read so yeah that's uh, why they say it's so important to to read to children this way they really get you know get to know what's happening and also get to hear the sounds of it and it's through right. the exposure of, of, of these sounds although you know literacy is 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 one thing but language development is also another thing or they kind of c connected because i'm i'm just thinking somebody might be very fluent in their words and, and speaking but they might not be such strong readers um and and so i mean how how may that be connected there's a lot of reciprocal relationships between language and um and reading development and um i i guess i can circle back to to you know, a scenario where you've got somebody strong in oral language and, and weak in reading, you know, perhaps dyslexia or something like That's that. Right. Yes. Um, but, you know, some very interesting thing hap uh, things happen. So first, when a child is learning to read, really the task is taking their what we call oral language. So their spoken language capacity, their listening capacity, you know, that they've developed over those first, say, four years, five years of life with their you know, their guardians and their friends. And we have to map that on to this print that they're starting to encounter because they're going to need that for school so that, you know, and, and for wider participation in society. So that's one core relationship is teaching them, okay, now we've got these marks, these letters, these words, we're going to map it on to those words you already know. Um, okay, that that's kind of step one. Then as that kind of takes off their development, their, their, you know, print-based literacy development takes off. Then you get these other kinds of reciprocal relationships where their language is enhanced and becomes kind of intertwined with their print-based literacy. So they start necessarily, they really need to learn how to do this learning new words from print, you know? So uh, they learn decoding, you know, the alphabetic principle that we talked about earlier. Uh, then after they read enough and they start to move through school, say they're in, you know, middle school, you know, they're, they're going to start to get texts like a print text and other kind of texts that are really heavy with academic vocabulary and academic structures that they're not getting in their child directed speech. So, you know, how do they learn these primarily actually through interaction with the text? So new vocabulary, that, that growth of vocabulary, 
at a certain stage about middle school is actually coming through texts. So we really need to make sure that we, you know, have a solid foundation in print-based literacy for this success throughout school. Because if they can't learn words from texts, they won't be able to comprehend texts as they as they progress because there's not enough vocabulary in our everyday spoken language to to cover those complex uh, print texts. So. Yeah. So how can teachers, how can educators sort of foster that or facilitate uh, children who, who perhaps learn at a different pace or, or just, yeah, how, how do uh, teachers and educators uh, help children learn how to read or how to recognize, um, to decode, if you like? This is a great question. This is what we're all working on, right? We, I mean, everybody wants to... Uh, and that's why I'm passionate about it because it's, it's like a field where we're, our goal is to help children, you know, and teachers and everybody, you know, answer these questions. So, you know, read better, have better reading success. Uh, you know, the, the answers we have so far, and they're, they're very solid answers, are phonics, right? Particularly for English language um, acquisition. And phonics is, is just the name for the pedagogical approach that is explicitly teaching uh, letter sound relationships to the child. So they need they need to be able to map their oral language onto these words. Uh, that That's very fundamental. So that should be a part of any early literacy curriculum. Good to do at home too with your kids, you know, and teach them the structure of words. So what we don't want to do is... Uh, and this this happened in the past, and a whole lot of evidence had to be uh, you know presented to change this kind of behavior. Um, and that was just get kids to memorize words. So we just say, okay, here's a here's a word, and try to go straight from mapping that that visual word, all of the letters, you know, take it take it as just you know one thing, and try to map it to meaning. Now that's. They can do that. Some can't, and it will lead to you know le uh, reading failure over time. Uh, but that was a, pe a pedagogical approach that was very very popular. You know, just 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 guess at the context, what the word means. Try to map this word to memory. Now the problem with that is that they'll learn a few words, but they never understand the system. Yeah, they never code the word. They never recode the word. And so then you get into the problem that I mentioned a, a little while ago, when they have to really start learning through text. You know, they've transitioned from learning to to read to to uh to to reading to learn, right? And and then they they stumble at that that stage because they can acquire the vocabulary through this process of phonological recoding. Yeah, I'm sorry for the technical term, but you see a new word. Uh, in in some information text, perhaps in grade three or grade four, uh, you you've never seen it before. But if you can decode it, you know you can decode it. You can kind of you can kind of store it, right? But if you can't decode it, you don't know what it sounds like. You don't, and you know you 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 can't learn new words from print that way. So you really kind of get these these third and fourth grade slumps. And it really affects uh, literacy outcomes. Yeah. So certainly decoding. Now, after that, uh, you have to give them a lot of input. You said reading to children, like uh, absolutely. So, so they need to read a lot of books consistently uh, and and regularly, and that will give them a diverse vocabulary. It will give them repetition of vocabulary. So, if you hear words multiple times in context in enjoyable 
kind of things like uh, like picture books that will facilitate acquisition and a larger vocabulary and that that really pays off in the, in the long run yeah and it sounds like reading you've got to also have the physical book in in front of them because nowadays um well adults have audiobooks and podcasts but you haven't got the written form in front of you yeah. is that okay for children or is it better to actually have a book in front of them or is it really about the listening so that they can hear the sounds Oh, okay. Complex question here. Okay, so um, it's it's uh, there's differential outcomes. Okay, so so listening is very very important to reading success. So the main two predictors of reading success in in the first years of life, the first uh, years of formal education, are the decoding ability that I mentioned. So when they're first trying to figure out what print is, cracking the code, you know, that if we put it into a statistical model, it's their their ability to to decode that that's going to predict their reading success. Now, after that, it becomes something broad, yeah, broader, I guess, an unconstrained skill. And we just call that language comprehension or or even listening comprehension. And that's primarily an oral language skill. So it's it's how it's it's not necessarily how well they can read and comprehend a text on the page it's more have they got really good listening skills if we if you know the test was about how much did they comprehend from a a conversation or something like that um, that becomes a very strong predictor because it contains their vocabulary knowledge their ability to handle prosody so you know tones and things like that which we all map on to reading when we learn how to do it so all of these oral language skills are are particularly important. So, so there's absolutely nothing wrong with uh, you know audio input. Okay, but but yes, not at the expense of also print words when you're you're trying to develop print literacy. But having said that, if it's putting in vocabulary, it's building vocabulary, um, it's building listening skills. Great, because it's gonna it's gonna help uh, the the reader. That's fantastic. Um, the other question there was also a very interesting one, but um, what, what was it again? It was uh, <laughs> um, it w- was it something to do with how adults uh, listen to podcasts and oh, oh yeah, yeah, like digital books and things like yeah. okay, okay, digital so books, all right, yes, this research is is well, uh, you know, it, it's it's complicated and controversial, but but um, don't worry, Professor Green, I'm afraid we're out of time. We, we just have oh, to break for the news. Yes, but okay, it, yeah. it's a great cliffhanger because I'd love to invite you back <laughs> to, to another time, perhaps to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, meanwhile, thank you so much to Professor Clarence Green, who's an assistant professor from the academic unit of teacher education and the learning leadership at the Faculty of Education at the University of Hong Kong. Thank you very much indeed for your time today. Take care and and bye for now. Nice talking to you. Lovely to chat.